1: You are worthy of our praise, so worthy of our praise. Lord, we thank you. God, for your faithfulness. God, we thank you for what just took place this past weekend in the lives of our men. God, I pray that every seed that was sown would go down deep. Taking root. God, that it would grow wide and it would grow high. God, and the fruit that is going to produce in their lives would bring transformation, life, nourishment, faith, and hope to those around them. God, we give you all the glory. To you alone are worthy to be praised. God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for this house. We love you. God, do what only you can do tonight. Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Let's just give God some praise. You can just feel his presence in here tonight. God really wants to do something tonight. And why I know that is because every time I go to prepare, he was like, stop trying to prepare. Just let me move. <laughs> so you never really know what's going to happen after a merge Weekend on a Wednesday night at Awaken Church. I want to personally welcome all of you that were here for the first time. I saw some hands going up, and I tried to wave at you from the front row, so if you didn't see me, I'm waving at you now, like so glad you're here with us, and I just pray you're blessed by tonight, and you really find what you're looking for here in this house, the house that built me, and the house that is building us. Amen. Go ahead and take your seats. Did you guys know this Sunday is going to be our last Sunday where we're all together under one roof? This Sunday is the last Sunday our Balboa family is going to be under one roof in this building but we're gonna be able to multiply to beho, multiply our family to make more space for, we have no space, to make more space for all the families, all the people that God wants to bring into this house and into our new location. Like how how incredible that we get to be a part of what God is doing. Did you know that um, just at Balboa campus alone there was over 400 people more than we usually have on a weekend? 400 people extra on a Sunday than we normally have. And I know every other of our six campuses could testify to the same thing, being an overflow and the house filled with the presence of God. And, you know, Pastor John and I were talking, and and he was actually sharing this to me. He's like, babe, over 400 more people came this Sunday. And he goes, the only thing that changed was the men went to emerge. And our men came home from a merge and were determined to say that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let's not let that stop, can we? Let's not let that momentum stop. Be in the house of the Lord, the house of the Lord that has built you, that has built me. And that's the title of of my message or what I want to bring tonight, the house that built me. This is the house that is building us. So many testimonies come out of Emerge. So many testimonies come out of of men's prayer, women's prayer every single week about what the power of God has done in people's lives. One Emerge testimony, the the husband said, I'm going to go home and I'm going to get my wife and I'm going to get my kids back because I finally realized after I laid down my pride that it wasn't them and it wasn't her, it was me. I'm going home to get my wife and my children back addictions were broken off, people being miraculously set free from addiction. People were healed in their bodies. Men were given their purpose. They laid down their pride. They let go of shame and guilt. Like what God did, it emerged. It's just the beginning. It is just the beginning. So many testimonies. And I know we will never fully be able to know and to hear every single testimony of what God has done in and through your life and through this house that has has built us. You know, I am so incredibly grateful for our pastors, Pastor Jurgen Leanne, to have a vision like theirs to reach this city. To not have anyone have to drive more than 10 minutes to find the house of God. The house of transformation where their lives can be changed forever. They can find salvation and breakthrough. And for a pastor that is so bold and has the courage to do something like emerge conference. 3,000 men this year. I, I can't even wait to see what God does next year. 3,000 men's lives, families. Generations to come will be changed because of the seeds that were planted at that conference. I fully believe that people are going to look five, ten years from now when they're five, ten years in the future and go, literally, it was that Emerge conference, that word, that breakthrough that shifted my entire destiny for my family. God's going to do it. I'm so grateful for our pastors. I'm so grateful to God. I'm so grateful for... God's power being revealed in our lives every day. Miracles taking place. Breakthroughs taking place. I am so incredibly grateful for God's house. This house. The house that has built me. The house that has built you. And I just want to share a little bit. You know, this house has totally changed my life. And... I will never be able to repay God in this house for what he has done in my life. But I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying. You know, many of you know a lot of my story, but I'm just going to give you a glimpse, just a recap of just what my life alone God has done because of this house. You know, and I never, I've never underestimated what God has done in my life. But just, and I've shared this when I preached a few Sundays ago, but I want to share it again because it's worth resharing. I've never underrated or underestimated all the things that God has done for me and in me and through me. But again, when Pastor Mike Maiden came through, it was like he put it in a different perspective, a different light when he started prophesying over everyone. And he looked at me and he said, I need to be sensitive when I say this. And then he paused to hear from the Lord. And he said, The devil intended by the time you were 45, you would have lost your mind. But here you are with the mind of Christ. Here you are with the mind of Christ. And I'm able to stand before you with the mind of Christ because of what this house has done for me. You know, and I realized the weight of those words because when I... I just thought about how true they were, that the devil was trying to steal my life and make me lose my mind by this time at the age of 45 because I could see how the devil had his way in my family. My sister committed suicide at the age of 21 by putting a bullet through her chest. Grew up in a Christian home, loved by her family, Loved by me. And then my beautiful younger brother, who was called into ministry, he, he went to Bible college. He had the biggest heart for people. I mean, that guy would give you the shirt off of his back. I and mean, Everybody loved my brother, Stephen. And then he faced some betrayal and heartache and... He got a little jaded, and he didn't actually attend a church like this that can actually help you heal your broken heart, because our hearts can be broken. The Bible says that he came to mend those who are brokenhearted and to save those who are crushed in spirit. Our spirit can be crushed. It's not always a freedom and deliverance encounter. Sometimes we just need to be healed in our hearts, and he didn't know. He didn't, and I couldn't help him at the time. I didn't know what I know now, but he couldn't find his way out of the betrayal out of the wounding and out of the pain and my brother who was once turning our little town upside down for Jesus took a dark path started to try to numb his pain with addiction and alcohol and two years ago that addiction led him to be involved in an accident that took his life So when Mike Maiden says that by the time you're 45, like the devil meant to completely rob you from your life, I could could see how real that was because I've seen it in my family, a family that is still riddled by addiction. I grew up with tormenting spirits, spirits of fear and anxiety that were crippling my life. You can ask Pastor John. It, I was so dysfunctional, irrational fears. I would lose my peace. I would have anxiety attacks. I could not function on the day-to-day. Day. There was tormenting spirits in my mind. I was tormented by spirits of infirmity. I didn't realize there were spirits of infirmity. I just thought there was sickness. So I'm trying to go to a doctor to fix all of my problems and no doctor could help me just like the woman with the issue of blood for 18 years in the Bible because it wasn't a medical issue. It was a spirit. No doctor could help me, but it wasn't until I came into this house and we learned about how the enemy can torment our lives with spirits of fear and depression and anxiety and infirmity and sickness that I realized that I was living under a curse that had been placed on me by myself because I had dishonored my family. I had dishonored my mo- mother and my father. And so there I am the same DNA. As my mother and father. And as I dishonored them and and said things that were somewhat cursing coming out of my mouth, I was was instructed by a man of God, a powerful freedom and deliverance uh, minister. He said, you are cursing your own DNA every time you curse your family. He said, if you have brought this curse on yourself, you need to break the curse over your own life so that your body can be healed. And the moment I broke the power of that curse and I repented of the dishonor and, and asked the Holy Spirit to heal me, I was completely healed. I was completely healed. I, I stopped taking all of my medication. From that day forward, I have not taken the medication. Like what this house has done for me. This house has built me. It has built me. And I know it's building you. And I know it's building us. The first time, one of the first times I walked into the doors of this church, I walked into a Cherish event. The first time I had, we had just lost our first baby, Pastor John and I, walked into a Cherish event where a beautiful minister was actually preaching on her story and ministering on her story of how she lost her baby. And my first Cherish event in this house, just weeks after I heard of the church, walked into that place and she started ministering over the grief of losing a child. And then she expanded and she said she wanted to pray for anyone and minister to anyone who had lost a baby through the choice of an abortion. It was the first time in my whole life anyone ever knew I had had an abortion. I walked myself up to that officer call got prayed for I literally felt the spirit of grief leave from just losing our baby and then she began to minister and I was for the first time in like 18 years I was set free from a spirit of shame and condemnation that had plagued my life since the time I was 17 years old This house has built me. One of the first Sunday services we attended. Loving our lives, John's in real estate. I'm a probation officer. I think I'm gonna retire as a deputy. Had a very exciting career in violent crimes. and loved my career and it was the first Sunday service that we walked in to this house where God spoke through Pastor Leanne and gave me a prophetic word that God was going to use me to minister to people that he was calling me into ministry that I would travel the nations and set people free from demonic oppression and minister to women to heal their broken hearts And everything in that prophetic word began to stir in me. And crazily enough, God had given me a vision of that very thing when I was healed on that altar from the grief of my miscarriage and the shame and guilt of my abortion. And then God actually spoke to me and told me that, that I was going to be in ministry. And I would actually, instead of hiding my story in my testimony, that God was going to use my testimony as a foundation to build a platform of the ministry that would help women around the world get set free, just like I had been set free. So God spoke that to me that week, attended this tr- service on the Sunday, in Pastor Leanne, knowing nothing. Gave me that prophetic word that changed the entire course of my life. Never in a million years of what I have thought to be in ministry, nor my husband. But when God calls you, you know he's calling you. This house has changed me. This house has built me. This house taught us how to stand in faith and stay in peace when we lost everything to our name. We lost 13 properties. We lost our own home. We lost hundreds of thousand dollars in our bank account. And it took us eight years to recover from our choices. It wasn't God's doing, it was our doing. We made poor choices. We didn't seek wisdom and counsel. Oh. Yes, you made the bad choices, but I... <laughs> I loved you anyways. you know what this house yes so this is great good job pastor john because this listen he did make the bad choices but what this house taught me was that he doesn't need someone reminding him that he made bad choices that i needed to guilt and shame him for putting our family in a situation of recovery for eight years i learned in this house to stand by my man i learned in this house i need to be his biggest cheerleader i learned in this house i need to support him and we were going to get through this together That's why this house has built me. This house has taught me how to stand in the face of adversity. This house has taught me how much this being the church means to me over the last few years, being threatened to be arrested and put in jail, having cops arrive to our outdoor services, my kids putting their faces in my chest thinking I'm going to be taken to jail. And I would do it gladly all again because I knew I was fighting the right fight. I could have never done that before this house built me to be a courageous woman that stands up for the truth, stands in faith, and will not bow their knee to adversity and persecution. This house has taught me to be a wife and a mother, a friend, a friend that can actually be a friend and not feel like you're in competition with one another. Being jealous of one another, trying to tear them down so you can look better. This house taught me how to genuinely be a friend. And that's just the surface of what this house has done for me. How this house has built me. And I have something to say I'd like to get to at the end, but I just really feel I want you guys to know that this house doesn't just build the people on the platform. That this is a house of transformation. And that if you stick around long enough, God is going to rebuild your life. And he's gonna trans every area of your life that you surrender to him. So I'm just gonna get off the stage. And I'm, I'm gonna walk around. If I know your name and if I say your name wrong, don't judge me, it's a lot of pressure to remember everybody's name. But I'm not gonna know everyone's name. But I'm just going to walk around, and just in just one thing, one thing this house has done for you, how this house has built you, have has helped you overcome, or have breakthrough in. What's the one thing, in one sentence? How has this house built you? Amen. Amen. Mike Butcher, how has this house built you?
0: It taught me how to stand up and fight and believe and pray for my family and push through whatever the enemy threw at me. Amen.
1: Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Susan, what has this house done for you? Yeah, how to pray in the face of anything you're facing. Amen. Amen. I'm going to get some of my my friends up here. Evan, what has this house done for you?
0: As I shared earlier, it's actually identity, and it's identity that can't be shaken no matter what is around me
1: amen amen brian beachler what has this house done for you
0: Uh, it actually taught me how to feel loved
1: beautiful jenny what has this house done for you this house really broke off shame for me i was able to go up on that stage and preach a message where all the things that held me back all the things where i felt I was disqualified. I was able to go on that stage, tell everybody what God did for me, and it broke all the chains off generationally for my family. Amen. Amen. Morgan, what has this house done for you?
0: Uh, I've been delivered from all kinds of addiction, sexual confusion, and eating disorders, and been delivered to a beautiful wife, a family, and a life beyond my wildest dreams.
1: Praise the Lord. Sydney, what has this house done for you? I had no idea about the Holy Spirit and um, speaking in tongues and any of that. It was all new to me when I came to awake and I feel like like I had been in church my whole life but didn't know about any of that. I feel like I was awakened to a whole new side of God and a whole new side of the Bible that I had no idea existed. Amen, Amen. Colby. I walked into the House of Awakened Church eight years ago, going through the worst season of my life with my dad passing away. And Awakened Church became my family and brought me out of the worst time in my life and gave me joy again. Amen. Amen. Gary, what has the House of God done for you?
0: We had a family and we had a home, but the whole family found their home here.
1: Praise God. Where's Dustin Wilson? I want to ask Dustin Wilson what this house has done for you. Dustin. Oh
0: my goodness. Uh, this house has loved me through a heartbreaking and devastating divorce, uh, me and my children, and not only loved me through it, but void of any type of um, condemnation or judgment in any way.
1: Come on. Come on. Let's give God a shout. Come on. Come on. Come on. What has this house done for you, gorgeous? It's shown me what love really is and what family is like. Um, this house has really shown me what love is through Christ. I did not experience that in my family. So just being worthy and confident and knowing who I am and my identity. Amen, amen. I'm going to go up to the booth. Because you know God touches people up in the booth. On my way, Brent, what has the Lord done for you in this house? Uh,
0: Before I came to this house, I could quote a lot of the word. I could quote a lot of God's promises, but I did not believe that they were for me. And this is the house that taught me that God's promises are for me, that they're for my family. And and instead of just waiting for like, oh, if it's God's will, he'll do it in my life to fuse faith with personal responsibility to build the life that he's called for me and for my family. Wow! I love you guys. Thank you.
1: Praise God. Who do we got up here tonight? Who's up here tonight? Lucas. Lucas, we love you. What has God done for you in this house?
0: Everything that was great about me every talent, every characteristic, it was all buried under shame, guilt, pain. Everything that the world had done had hidden the gold in me. And God gave me a place, this house gave me a place, to really experience what it was like to just be truly
1: myself. Caitlin Collins, come here. Caitlin Collins, what has this house done for you? Um, It's taught me that my
0: life actually matters.
1: Don't we love Caitlin? She's the best. She's the best. We love you. We love you. Who else am I going to pick on? I'm going to pick on my niece, Ellie. You're not happy because I know you don't like this and you're probably shaking. But you know what? This is my beautiful niece who came from where I grew up and the same family. And moved here, what, almost two years ago? Your whole life's been transformed, and I've got to witness it. And I couldn't be more proud of you. What's God done for you in this house? It's okay. (laughs) 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 Um... Learned how to have faith and believe in things that I never thought were possible and have so many friends and people around me that will actually encourage me and push me to believe in it too. Yeah, praise God. I'm so proud of her. I wish I got my breakthrough when I was 20 years old. I didn't get mine till I was almost 30, so I can't wait to see what God will do in and through her life. It's going to be amazing. I'm just going to go up here and pick on someone. How good is God, though? How good is God? It's amazing. What has God done for you in this house? If it's your first time, I'm sorry. You can always name what you would like him to do for you in this house. Oh.
0: I just, uh, I learned how to just trust. Uh, I I was going through like my quarter life crisis and I don't know where to go and I just trusted God and he kind of guided me through.
1: How amazing. Praise God. Beautiful Carol. What's God done for you in this house? Um, How much time do we have? (laughs) this is truly a house of transformation for our family, and I've learned how to stop hiding from people and myself, and to go after the things that my heart wants me to go after. You're an amazing, amazing family. We love this beautiful family. Yeah.
0: So, as somebody who is always felt the need to control the outcome and take calculated risks. This is the first place that's allowed me to push it all aside and just literally give it to God, which is he's taken me to the cliff multiple times and told me to jump. And I've always gone and came back. And I found this church five months ago, got baptized December 29th, went to Emerge, and... This is, this place is home. There's nothing like Awaken Church. I promise you, there's nothing like Awaken Church. Um, So I gave it to God, everything. And for the first time, no control released at all. And I have more faith than ever.
1: Uh, This house has taught me what
0: freedom really looks like and what it really is. Um, how to walk in it. It taught me that
1: uh, God answers prayers my sister that got me here. Um, Surrounded me with leaders and mentors to show me how to be a man. Uh, Met my beautiful, amazing wife here. Um, (laughs) Pastor Tom married us. Um,
0: My son's already been to his first Emerge conference. Look at that, number one. (laughs) Um, Just um, everything, just everything. Tommy.
1: I know, in addition to finding my Emerge man, um, this house taught me how to pray in power. Um, A year ago, my niece fell out of a second-story window, and we had this whole house praying on our behalf. Every team we serve on, every connect group that we're in was fighting with us, and we saw her walk out of the hospital the very next day, and she's playing in kids' church tonight. So we've just experienced miracle after miracle. Beautiful Lexi Fuller, what have you learned in this house? What is God? How has God built you? Um, I think definitely in this time of my life as a high school senior, um, God's really shown me that I don't have to find my purpose all by myself, Um, but there's actually people that want to pour into me and want to be a part of my life and want to help me find that destiny that God's put inside of me. Thank you, Lord. Christian, where's Christian Waples? What has God done for you in this house?
0: Made 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 me a devil.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know where to start. Um, My brother survived a suicide attempt. My younger
0: brother found God again. My... Um, my mom was set free from, like, years of, like, bitterness. My, you guys helped me through my, losing one of my brothers. Um, a couple months later, we had hero and a point where my stepdad could just turn, like, a blind eye towards God or blame everything on him. Like, he gave his life to Jesus.
1: He set my dad free from addiction. Like, this house changed everything. So, thank you. My God, (laughs) the house that built me. The house that built me. Who's been set free from addiction in this room? Raise your hand. Let's give God a shout of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Whose marriage has been restored in this house? Thank you, God. Yes and amen. Who has been physically healed miraculously in this house? That's how we found out about church. My husband's kidneys were in massive renal failure, and someone from this house, because the house we were attending didn't know how to bring the breakthrough and the miracle, and someone from this church who didn't even know who John was, he was not Pastor John at that time, he was just John Heinrichs, and they walked into that hospital room, prayed over him, and he was miraculously healed from renal failure. That's what got us to this house. Something was different about this house, where the power of God moves, where the power of God sets people free, when the power of God transforms lives, where the power of God restores marriages, where the power of God touches kids, and they leave the wayward path and they come back into the house of God. This is a house that builds men, that builds families, that sets people free from demonic oppression. This is the house where people are healed from the inside out, the house that built me. Let's just give God a shout of praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done and all that you're doing. And it doesn't stop here. It doesn't stop here. This is the house that has built us and the house that is rebuilding us. How beautiful that God will rebuild us when we've lost our way. So I just wanna leave and end this, this experience. with a question. So what should our response be? The house that has built you. What should our response be? What if all of our responses was to build the house that built us? What if we could all put our hand to something to make sure the house that built us continues to be strong, to reach people in this city? Can we commit to the house that has been committed to us? Can we build the house that has built us? You know, there's a saying that the church is only one generation away from extinction if we don't do our part to model the love of God, the power of God, and teach our children, do you know it stops with that generation? I wanna make sure that the testimonies that we shared tonight, and all the testimonies that we were not able to share, that that doesn't stop with you. That other people out there that need the kind of breakthrough you've received in this house, are we able to come into this house and experience what we have all experienced, the house that has built us. Who needs who needs to see your face as they pull into the parking lot? It took everything to get them here. They're stressed out beyond belief. Who needs to see you literally guiding them to a spot just, just to help them relax so they can come into this house? Who needs to see your smile on the high team when they walk through the doors. You have no idea what's going on in people's lives and a smile can just brighten their day. Who needs to sit under this amazing worship that ushers us into the presence of God? We actually start to believe what we're singing and to believe that God can do it for us just like he has done it for everyone else. Who, what, what single mom needs to go be able to drop her baby off at work? or drop her baby off in kids' church because she works night and day. And the story of women, like my husband just left. I'm a single mom who's lost, who's broken, who's grieved, is able to put their little baby in your loving arms to come into this place to experience Jesus for herself. What mom and dad needs that youth leader to love them up and help them navigate the confusion and everything they're facing at school? I'm so grateful for our kids' church and our junior high and our high school ministries. So grateful. Because people need you. You may not be the completed version of yourself. You may still be being rebuilt, but that doesn't mean that you can't help the process of someone else being built in this house. I just wanna encourage you all to build the house that has built you, to give to the house that has built you. Do you know the Bible talks about that it's our tithe, the 10% that belongs to the Lord? It's actually what the Bible says. The 10% that belongs to the Lord, that we're supposed to, He gives us 100%, but 10 of it belongs to Him. So we either bring it or we rob God. That's what the Bible says. And did you know his plan for the 10%? It says so that there will be food in this house to feed the people that are in need and the people out there that need to come into these doors. That's what our tithe does. Every time you tithe, you are building God's house and you are reaching lost people. It's amazing. So I'm just going to let the... This word land because I, I am over time. But will you build the house that has built you? Can you put your hand to something? I love in the scriptures where God is building his church, his tab. You know, the, the Bible is the church is the only thing God said he was going to build. Don't you think it'd be so wise to build the only thing that he's committed to? Like, it's, the church is the only thing he says he's gonna actually build. Should we not partner with him, the thing he wants to build in this earth to save people? And the Bible says God has given all of you gifts. Every single one of you has a gift. And it says he's given you gifts for the profit of all. Not for yourself, but to profit, to benefit, the Bible says, other people. So who is benefiting from the gifts that God has put on the inside of you in this house? We all have a part to play. We all have a part to play. And I pray in this season, where God is advancing the kingdom. God is, we are in revival. We're not just praying for it, we're in it. Will you help advance the kingdom by building the house that has built you? Amen? Amen, let's stand to your feet, I'd love to pray. God, we thank you so much. God, what a privilege it is to be a part of the greatest greatest move of God that we're going to see on planet Earth. What a privilege it is to partner with you, Lord. To see people's lives change forever. To see people getting set free from the addiction that has ravaged their lives. To be a part of people's stories with their marriages coming back together. God, what a privilege. Lord, I pray that you would just speak to each and every one, God, on what their part is to play in partnering with you to build your church. The hope of the world. And boy, does the world need hope. So God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for the testimonies and the testimonies to come. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen.
0: Wow.